podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. to take profit because this is a very difficult thing for most people let's assume that you have $10,000 and you place it in 5 companies 50% is in cash 50% is in stocks among that 50% let's assume that you were lucky enough to make about 10% so you're up $500 on your 5,000 position good work what do you do with $500? Okay, this new 5% gain can be translated into a new position. Um, because you've earned it, you can now roll that $500 profit into either buying a watch. I mean, okay, sorry, it's not a really expensive watch. But let's say $500, you could buy a phone. Yeah, you could buy a 25000 phone. Or you could buy a $500 worth of stock again. So that's the beauty of what you could do with your profits. So you still have your $5,000. You trim that profit only. Keep the capital. So how do you do this? This means that if you have a $1,000 position and it's up 10%, then it's $1,100. All you need to do is to take maybe 20% out or 10% out of the, the position just take your profit and then do it on all five names of course no not everyone does like sell 10% um, this is kind of not nice if the position if the position is just a thousand dollars right so maybe sell one third or sell one half I would usually chop the selling half or one third so you sell twice uh, okay, so you sell the first half, 10% up, so you increase your cash. Next time, if that company goes down, you can use the cash to buy back lower. Or if it continues higher, don't worry because you still have the half position intact. This is useful especially if you chose that 5 stocks as your long-term portfolio, not for trading. So even if it's up 20% and then you go down, don't think about the fact that, oh, I should have sold everything up 20%. Now it's down to 10%. It pulled back 10%. I can now buy everything cheaper. Don't think too much about being able to sell the top and buying back at the low. There's really a very difficult way um, of always being able to sell at the top. So that is one thing to do. I'll give you a, a clear example. Okay. Currently, full invest, it's about 1.91. I had 1.5, 1.55, I had 1.65, I also had 1.8, 1.9. And what did I do? Okay, I sold actually from 1.9 till 2 bucks. Uh, but I still keep around one third. In some positions, they still keep all of their positions. In some people, they sell half. So, there's no right or wrong here. Um, 
what if Philinvest goes to 2.2.5? Why did you sell one third or why did you sell two thirds? So that is a risk. Being in cash is also a risk. But being in cash also gives the flexibility that what happens if the market tanks? Or what happens if, um, what, what, I mean, essentially everything is a risk. Even putting your position to cash is a risk. It's just that you don't always think of it that way. When I sold some DMW at 10.3 because I wanted to take advantage of Jollibee at 236, that was a risk because now DMW is at 11 and had I just stayed with my position, I'd have been up without doing anything. Get my point that everything is a risk, especially if um, you're selling a position you love and then, you know, um, but in a way, what, what happened was the position became more diversified rather than me just, you know, holding one position, one, two position in cash. It's kind of wrong as well to just always just be in properties. Now that the market is tanking, again, um, it's great because I have cash. What if Ayala Land fell? Now I can get Ayala Land lower. Um, why do you think I like PLDT? Because I also have cash. What will I do with cash? Um, will cash give me money? No. Cash will give me maybe 4% a year, but there's like 6 months to go. So I can just park it in cash and earn 2%. Or I can just wait for an opportunity if the market drops maybe 10%. Uh, whatever name, then if it's a good household name, can still make money on it, even if just 5%. So... That's the reason why I chose to put it, put some cash to work in PLDT, but there's still cash. Because my downside, if I'm wrong, um, well, the downside of PLDT is if it breaks 1,000 pesos. And it has to be a very cataclysmically bad earnings report. Whereas, um, you know, if it's not a bad report, I don't even need PLDT to have a very good report. I just need it to be in line. And then, you know, if they continue to pay dividends and then they, con- you know, they continue to be a stable company, then it's fine. So, this is just like, um, you don't always bet on superstars. Sometimes you, al- you also bet on some stable company names. So, this is the reason why some people would prefer, oh, I want a stable name. I- I- I'm okay with a Jollibee because actually, um, I don't really need Jollibee to grow that fast but if Jollibee wanted to become a superstar and want to grow this wild okay so now Jollibee is a growth name they don't want to be a stable company they want to grow wild you have to see that what Jollibee is doing is making itself quite volatile and for some traders who don't um, who don't usually like Jollibee now they have a Jollibee in their portfolio because Jollibee is becoming wild but that wildness of Jollibee is not exactly bad it just allows traders to have volatility and investors who who took advantage of that volatility well they're happy as well so it's two things um the market will there's high volatility there's low volatility and the reason why companies have low volatility is because the assumption is that the business is quite predictable it's either it makes money or it just makes more money. Example of a low volatility name. Uh, well, actually Disney, AT&T, these are very low volatility names. Um, I treat Sony as a low volatility name, although not everyone would agree that it's a low volatility name. But it's low volatility compared to, example, say, a company like Nintendo 
or a company like hmm, I would say that the volatility of a company like Coolern is probably more or a volatility of Huya is probably more than a company like Sony that's what I mean volatility is the pace of increase and decrease I want to tell you that a company that is very strong and yet very low volatility is what you like example um, what is a company that was very low volatility this year but is very strong that would be the company called Workday and ServiceNow Atlassian Microsoft did you realize that when they go up it's just 1% in a day but you add it all up if you are like up 1% in a day and when you're only down you're just down 0.5% rack it up in about 180 days well you're not going to be 180% up 6 months but I mean up down up down but if majority of those, those days are up so you'll still be up about 40% or 30% that's why um, I've, I've been like trying to find these companies that are not magically up but they are up in the longer time frames example uh, yeah so actually the way Disney and um, a lot of companies actually the, the, the strong ones like Microsoft they don't like jump 5 to 10 percent in a day what they do is they climb up like a stairwell or a climb I mean they just climb one dollar and then down one dollar and then climb two dollars then down one dollar so it's like two steps forward one step back two steps forward one step back so that's how it is so no a lot of traders don't like this because it's very slow but since we aren't trying to make a trade we're trying to just make money in the longer term time frame actually these kind of names are the best ones to have um, a company that did the same move was PayPal, Visa, MasterCard. On a longer time frame, they're very, very good. But um, when you look at it on a one-day move, it's always very slow. Like it just goes up $1 and then just goes down $1. So, But the thing is, these companies are the ones you actually like. Low volatility, strong secular trends. And even when they make a mistake, they don't like jump down they go do they do not like destroy an entire move in a single day and that's the beauty about these household names these big caps they're there for a reason